grain. I went Sunday to 24. Trust fund, baby. No indies. Everybody needs Vaseline whether you think you do or not. He hasn't made a fucking good film in 25 years. Left-wing politics. Sit in my bed with a bunch of junk food while a beautiful girl blew me. M. Night Shyamalan. Left-wing politics. You are a creative. We get it. He's embarrassing. This is a as film. a BMXer, he's embarrassing as a skateboarder. Everybody needs Vaseline. As a filmmaker, he is nothing. A zero. Your own personal hang-ups as a woman. There's a whole group of guys who pretend to be making Adderall. special films. What, no Q&A? Rub Vaseline on the lens. You can't touch me, you're not man enough. Uh, have your finger on the pulse of filmmaking and society. As a filmmaker, he is nothing, a zero. He's a, a pig piece of shit. But it's time to admit you are a fan of the Iron Pack. Yeah. What what are your preferred? My preferred pronouns. Just call me fucking Trevor, dude. Fucking Trevor. I mean, that's what I've been saying. Fucking Trevor. You can call me a nigger. You can call me a tranny. <laughs> you can call me whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, that's good. Just make sure you pay me at the end of the day. Word. Just make uh, sure. Yeah, I, you should plug your cash out. Uh, dollar sign. You you guys know what the fuck my cash app is. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to say my cash app anymore, and I and I and that's on purpose. <laughs> I we do. We do need to cash up, Trevor. After this, eventually, so, somebody here needs to cash up. No, no, I absolutely <laughs> will. I started to feel bad about it. I was like, it's it's really time. <laughs> we don't really get. We don't really pay anyone for. It. I think you just joined Dan's thing. Yeah. 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 Us and Dan. We need to start giving back. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're yeah, here with Trevor. Too nice. We're here with Trevor Memes Brazil, our favorite Instagram account. That I, I mean, it's my favorite I've ever, I've uh, ever absolutely. seen. Absolutely, and it and the account comes and goes sometimes, but uh, when it when it's here to stay, it's makes Instagram worthwhile. Yeah, my, my main account is actually down for good. That, oh, is it? That last little I don't know if you guys caught the last leg of it, but um, I reposted a few autistic um, <laughs> spoken spoken word poets, <laughs> and I thought it was I thought, <laughs> I thought it was really and it was on TikTok, so she had her tag there and everything. There's no sort of copyright infringement, but they're following largely autistic women, poets, were just mass purporting my account. And that, <laughs> and that did it. Not, not all the like profanity and nudity, it's the copyright infringement from this autistic Yeah, girl. it's weird. Like, we posted something last night that got reported. I mean, we posted like, oh, we, we, four we things like that got reported. We had like four stories taken down last night. But one of them was like slide really? into DMs. Like it was something that like didn't make mm. sense that we were reported for. And yeah, so it was like... I yeah, think, it, I figured it was Lucian just reporting us because he's <laughs> mad at us now. But <laughs> yeah, I think people overestimate how like how much effort it it, it actually go, goes into like taking down an account. You need like ten people yeah. to be committed to do it. You could take any account down, any account down that you well, want. Well, STP has ten people, so you <laughs> <He> could, <laughs> could do it at this point. <laughs> Dude, Lucian, leave these two young men alone. It's fucked up. Wait, so what were your theories about? Oh, so many, so many different things. My, my my main theory was that it was um, Master of Come yep. and SDP, and it was them two, and it was like this biracial, like really cool group. And I was like, oh fuck, I'm gonna go hang out with them and like mix it up, like confuse them. Um, but then Madeline came into the picture, Ooh. and I and I'm like, <laughs> then Madeline came into the picture, and she was like fucking with my TikToks, and we bonded over that. We yeah. we TikTok bonded. Um, which is a major source of many people wanting. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's it's really weird. It's new, 
it's a new way to connect with a person, like fucking with the TikToks that they fuck with. Um, it's kind of fucked up because it's all fucked. Like TikTok is all fucked up. I mean, you kind of introduced, like your account introduced me to like the I'm wild so world of TikTok. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I still don't even have one, but I yeah, I look to you to show me the good shit. The podcast should definitely be on TikTok. You guys need to like. How do, how do we do uh, that? We, should, yeah, we make a TikTok. But like, what what is it? What is it, what do we do? It's 15 to 60 second clips. Promoting. Yeah, it's like it's just like the no, new I, vibe. Yeah, no, I get what TikTok is. But what would we do? <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, I really don't know. Um, we're like dance. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yes, Madeline and I were talking about TikToks, and yeah, I don't know. I was still under the impression that Master of Come was the main Ion Pack. That's great. He is because he's like really high on his phone. Like he he watches every story and likes every post that I ever see on that app. No, yeah, we've talked yeah, yeah, about, we've he's, about this. He's, he's, he's I've the, never. Yeah, anytime there's any good post, it's already been been hit engaged by with by master of um, that that's smart for your engagement but he's not really like trying to pop his account off he, he no, has he's an just, interesting account he's just really advanced yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> um he's just really hot you hung out with him the other day yes and it was good it was amazing one of, one of the highlights of my new york trip what'd you guys do um hit dabs i'm, I'm shocked that you guys uh don't smoke is that supposed to be a secret no you guys I'm are both twitchy and you I've don't smoke about, i'm i'm so i'm sober yeah. Oh, right. So like I'm, I did do drugs. I'm like not right. technically sober, but I don't do anything. But right. you drink Coke Zero. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you want one? No, I'm okay. You good? I'm anti-soda. It's it, funny how that works, right? Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just got, I uh, took a couple stamps and I've been smoking all day at home and mm-hmm. I come here and I'm like, no, I don't do soda. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't do soda. I don't do drugs, but I eat red meat and like butter and, you know, I have no ethics when it comes to what everything else that I put Yeah, I'm body. not against drugs from any kind of ethical standpoint i just can't yeah me neither Drug, drugs are awesome wait don't. are you on acid right now yeah <laughs> oh wow it's kinda, yeah it's kind of fucked so this must be now. really sick for you right now <laughs> and then right before leaving i got into an argument with my friend too and i'm like he like wanted to bring two bitches up to my room like sell, sell them weed and i'm like bro i'm about to go on this fucking podcast you can't bring girls in here while i'm tripping like it's gonna trip me out like, don't, please don't bring oh right before you came here right before i'm like i'm like putting on my jacket i'm like and he's like dude can i bring I'm like, don't do this to me right now. I'm about to start crying. <laughs> he's like, dude, just be normal, bro. Like, I need a normal friend right now. Like, I, <laughs> I need you to be normal, dude. I just took drugs, and you're bringing random people. Um, so I left them drinking beer on my stoop outside of my house. Well, the plan here was that I was going to try and initiate or engage our first fight. <laughs> What I've been trying to do for a while now. <laughs> by uninvited. By, by inviting a podcast guest on in the middle. Which would have been, come on, that would have no, been, been fire. Yeah. But I, now we're just having He didn't fun. tell me you were coming, yeah. I yeah, thought we were just I, doing it solo. And I can tell you're not mad. Why would I be mad? He's, I mean, he's, he's, sli- he's slightly bitter about he, it. You can tell he's a little bit. He's slightly bitter. <laughs> 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 you're going to leave. He's like, I thought it was just going to be you and me tonight. Like. <laughs> And listen, I was down to observe. I, I gave that as an option. No, this is this is no, this, this is, is way insane. better. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, but what were the other theories? Okay, so yeah, Master of Common Lucian. It was really just Master of Common Lucian. Um, Grant, do you know Grant? Yeah. Oh yeah. You know Grant? Oh yeah, of course. You've been posting Grant. Yes. Grant's really flattered, by the way. <laughs> Grant is. I'm, I'm I'm obsessed with Grant. He knows that. He's incredible. I yeah. don't remember where I met him. Is this our first mention of Grant? No, we talked about Grant. But have we cut it Dude, out? Dude, throw some respect oh, on this dude. man's name. We need to put yeah. some respect we on his really name. Do. Trust me, we know all about putting respect <laughs> on his name. He tells us to put some respect on his name every day. 
Big shouts to Grant. Big shouts to Grant. Grant Hyun, Koreatown, and many more projects to come. Yeah. He's in Korea right now, right? Yep. Yeah. Doing the, the most. Big shouts to Korea and our friends who are in Korea. Yep. And um, and when we say Korea, do we mean North Korea or South Korea? South. But if anyone could, if anyone could successfully make it over the border, it's Grand Hyun. <laughs> the thirty eighth power parallel. Um, so when did your account start, and like how did it get so advanced so quickly? All right, yeah, my account, I, that the account before the account I have now, my main account that got taken down, was just my personal account. Um, I don't give a fuck about Instagram followers or whatever but there was like some drama going down in my hometown in miami around the time george floyd started and so there's this there's this like peripheral drama with my film collective and like dumb people in miami like this the cancel wars or whatever i don't know if we really want to get into the the borscht the cancel wars yeah the cancel wars in Miami. whatever you want to get into i'm done getting into i'm just trying to figure out how to organize it in my head just to, just to make sense like i am right. on two stamps of acid also so how many two stamps <laughs> two stamps yeah so that's like that's a healthy amount it's like healthy amount i don't trip that much i took a stamp uh two days ago one stamp and now i'm on two whatever how long ago did you take the two stamps tonight uh like <laughs> eight thirty. <laughs> Okay, so you're like in the thick of it. I'm then. in the thick of it. I'm yeah. maybe coming down eventually. I can, <laughs> I can see the come down. <laughs> in any case, <laughs> I was like sort of peripherally getting canceled and like trying to clean up other people's messes and like people were still trying to cancel people while I'm like trying to just clean up this very complicated nonprofit mess mm-hmm. and like make it work to keep going while people are like giving me a hard time. This happens at the same time as George Floyd's happening and like people are acting fully stupid on on Instagram like with the this is like when the infographics were like on full yeah. steam. Do you remember this? Oh, like, oh, of course. People's stories were like packed, jam packed with like oh, yeah. trans autistic black trans autistic <laughs> black non-binary, trans autistic <laughs> black non-binary support support and I was like losing my mind, like, wait, why like I've always hated this like uh marketing of like identity or like yeah. where you have to like sell your identity to make money being someone who like occupies some of those like fucking uh, identifiers right um so me and my friends took a small trip up north north florida to like this very quiet town where we took a bunch of acid and i was watching the jeffrey epstein documentary and scrolling through tiktok and the acid was really kicking in and i had like a full like and i saw some miami cancel posts and all of these things were like mixing in my head and i kind of had a a mental breakdown and i was like if i acted like how this app is acting in this moment and like how netflix is profiting off these fucked up like little kids doing fucked up shit and tiktok's profiting off of these fucked up people doing fucked up shit and people in my real life are trying to like chase social social capital by canceling people right i need to participate in this market somehow is like (laughs) the realization that i came to and like that's where i just started shit posting like just posting as like the most terrible things that I can post without like <laughs> my account getting banned. And I just hadn't stopped since then. Um, I immediately got like, I have like some art friends in the art world that run art meme accounts or whatever. And I quickly got attention of those people and they gave me logins to like some of the bigger accounts. And I just started like kind of feeding my shit through there. And 
Like what? Like what accounts? Like intellectuals, I got yeah. like big shouts. Like, big shouts. I mean, little shouts. They're fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, is there beef now? There's beef now. We can yeah. get. We'll, oh, I we'll thought get the beef there. was just was just Mio. No, there's some. There's crossover admins from MIO and right, intellectuals. Right, right. I don't know the full fucking. How many fucking people is it? It's so many there's, people. The, it's you don't don't ask the question because it's a dumb question because there's a dumb answer to the dumb question. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, it's fucking people with too much time on their hands. And too many followers on Instagram, and it's going to their head. I mean, that's why I left the chat because I was just <laughs> like, these the people chat. are like so deep in this rabbit hole. I mean, big shouts to, to some of them, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it was just like I was like, what? I can't even speak the same language as a lot of uh, what they're talking about. I don't even understand what I'm looking at. It literally seems like code to me. Oh yeah, like, what are they talking I, about? I, I fucked with the group chat. I don't know. It was you, like, no, but I would always say I was like, dude, what are they talking about in the group chat? And you're like, oh, dude, I don't know. It's fascinating though. I yeah. was like, I don't know if it's fascinating. I, I loved watching it. I don't know. It was like it was. It's so online. It's so like post everything. Yeah, when when it, when the group chat was healthier and like more fun and less. It's yeah. mostly feet pics, from what I can tell. When it was mostly feet pics, like, <laughs> yeah, I remember feet pics way back in the day. Holy shit, dude! There's so much. There's so much to keep track of. I know. I, I missed the group chat. I, I went back in. <laughs> but do you think that the main source of beef comes from like people get it going too far down that hole? Beef with me. It, it's okay. It's one or two people that I triggered that are like confused about who I am and like how I identify, and right. they're like making it my and they're like making it my problem and everyone else's online's problem that's all it is and like um i'm sorry that i i'm sorry that i triggered some people but it's just not that serious and like i understand that like you know identity is a weird thing to negotiate with other people like other people's identities but like it's just not yours to negotiate yeah of course you know saying? like how like literally and like i don't understand why i'm like arguing this with like other like queer people or like other like yeah you know weird people it's like why is this why is this the argument that we're having and not like how to deal with the actual problem out there? yeah 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 like why are you coming after me when i'm just like literally like surviving off this app i've made thousands of dollars off of instagram over the past couple of months and that's the only reason why i'm doing this shit because people see value in it and support it right through I cash app through cash app and paypal thank you through cash app and paypal um Wait, what did you post that started the beef? Who knows? Who oh, knows? You, don't, you don't even know. Who knows where? Who knows where it started exactly? But like, there's this. There came this narrative that I was transphobic, and like people would message me like, "I'm so like." <clears throat> there's one day that I can track that started it where I like very like candidly posted about Vosh and contrapoints on my story. Do you know who these people are? No. They're like uh, YouTube people. They're like shitty YouTube, tube, uh political Whoa. commentators. Yeah. They don't matter. ContraPoints <laughs> is notable because she's trans and like one of the biggest trans YouTubers. And like her, she did her transition on YouTube and she's famous for converting some very notable alt-right people from alt-right to not. Right. Not, <laughs> not fully like converted to like someone who makes sense, but like at least they're not Nazis. Right. Yeah. Um, in any case... I just posted that it was cringe that she was working with this Vosh person who's like an encar like an encarnist Biden voter, like just like an old yeah, like smart. a neck beard, like gross twitch debater. Like I was like, this is cringe. I like this trans person is twitching with this bearded person and I, I think it's cringe. And someone came in my comments or someone DM'd me like, I'm so sick of your transphobic posting. What the fuck is wrong with you? These are just teachers. And you're and what we you have no political fucking 
they just came at me with like, you have no actual political critique. You post shit meme. You post shit memes and ask for shit money, and you're a shit person, and you're transphobic. At like as a little cherry, and I'm like, wait, 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 fuck all the other shit. Why are you calling me transphobic? Like, where is this coming from? Um, so is that where the new handle came from? And then and then, and then I started actually posting transphobic memes <laughs> to contrast everything I've ever posted before, right? Because right. I was like, I know, yeah. You know, what I'm saying, like, wait, let's mark this. This is what transphobia is. Right. This is what I'm not doing. But also, yeah. I feel like, especially in these circles, don't people are of the mindset that what you post is not some type of endorsement. Like all of these accounts are kind of ironically posting any like you know right wing memes or like boomer memes or you know what like just or you know zoomer TikTok shit. It's Whatever like, the fuck. Yeah, it's like <laughs> there's never. It's just a. Uh, presenting funny shit without commentary it doesn't mean you like agree with the points being made it's like funny that it exists you're like laughing at it there's like a second layer to it right sure and i think yeah people never i would post black people being drugged behind cars and like shot in the back of the head and nobody's like yo why are you being racist now like what, right. is, what is that about like if people accept violence against like i don't know like because i'm because i'm visibly a dark-skinned person i can post about dark skin issues but because like I don't cleanly fit into like any other identity. I'm not allowed to comment on those like I'm not I'm not allowed to like engage in that discourse on this app. Right. In the way that I want to. And like I don't know. I don't put pronouns in my bio because I think pronouns are fucking the problem. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Like like <laughs> and it's like if you don't have your pronouns in your bio then you can't talk about pronouns. It's like or you can't talk about people with pronouns and I don't know. It doesn't yeah, really work. There's always rules. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that's another thing is that liberals like historically aren't liberals supposed to be the ones that are like supposed to like break rules and like make things more free. But in recent years, in like the past twenty five years, liberals are the ones like creating more rules and creating censorship and, and like yeah. <laughs> adopting the methods of conservatism. I was like, just like like when we were kids and we were first aware of this and like you know alternative kids or whatever and, mm -hmm. and like oh man like the religious right like trying to control what we say and like to, like that was the idea right and it's like no it's that's like somehow friends. right now that's like the cool thing to do it's the police yeah everyone it, like it's they're doing the exact same shit that was like my first when i was you know fucking 11 years old like my, my first kind of political consciousness was like yeah the right is trying to censor us, and now that's somehow the, the good left-wing thing to do. It's it's, it weird. is the thing that is going to liberate us right. somehow. I, I think it's fucking scary. And it's like, it's fucked up that these people are so self-righteous and, like, will literally take down a black person's source of income to make themselves feel better about, like, the rules that they came up with in their head. That, like, right. And you can't say this about these group of people. Like, Right. And... Um, and first of all, you're not even saying it. You're kind of presenting. I'm just presenting it. Yeah, it's exactly. not my fucking voice. That's the weird <laughs> thing is like the obsession with um every everyone even a meme random meme account like needing to have a like political perspective. It's like no like presenting something that you can. I like, guess I guess the it, it what's complicated for people is that I use my name and my right. username and I kind of refuse and that was like an issue that I was having with my job in Miami, which like they're like why do you have to use your name like why can't you go anonymous and it's because like. No matter what, they're like, because they're worried about people wanting to cancel me. And I'm like, right. no matter how, no, no matter the lengths you go to like stay anonymous, someone's going to find out what you said and like, or someone's going to fabricate what you said anyway and, and cancel you no yeah. matter what. Right. And I, and I don't say anything and I haven't done anything in my life cancel worthy. So there's a part of me that like wants to stand by the shit that I post. Right. And like, not necessarily like endorse every 
image or every word, but like endorse the the ethos or like the the, the method at which I'm with which I'm posting these things. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, that's like the art of shit posting. Is, is right. The kind of lack of stance. It's just like <laughs> it's like post posting. But I think that's part of what what you're talking about is like why we are anonymous. Right. Because yeah. we are not anonymous people like in our normal lives, but like yeah. engaging with the internet in this way, especially, I mean, you can see who we are and what we look like. I can see you guys. That it's it's not exactly a fun time to be on the internet with a face mm-hmm. or a name attached to everything. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Yeah, I guess I just, I wanted to be a part of my work to, or it, it not that I wanted to be, it, I just found that it is a part of my work to directly engage like, this cancel culture yeah. sort of thing specifically like on the far left in these like safe spaces where like it's other queer people it's other black people it's other fucking artists who are giving us the problems um and i don't want to like yeah i i don't know i don't think an anonymity serves me more than dealing with the problem yeah does that make sense yeah. right. like head on yes it's like gonna make it harder for me to get work um, but it's the work that I want to do. But it's also, yeah, it is your work. It is my work. Yeah. Unfortunately, like. No, I mean, I think it's sick. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, it. we'll see how it goes. Like, I, I, I've definitely felt pushback, like, from institutions. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? From, the, from just little tiny sh- shit on a meme account. You know, like, you would never right. think. You wouldn't think that people would take it that seriously, but people do. Well, just when you think about, like it being your work i mean like i engage with your work more than i engage with like people i really look up like that's th- interesting th- yeah. their output like movies or music albums whatever like i'm looking at trevor memes bazil more than i right. listen or listen to or watch anything else at the moment uh, this i was talking about i was talking about that with uh peter and mecca bowsette shout out to mecca bowsette on instagram big shouts big shouts just uh the yeah the cinematic potential of like social media sites and yeah everyone wants to talk about like uh interactive cinema or whatever and like social media as the cinema but i think that there is some work and some like thought that needs to be done with like when the blurring between uh yeah a film versus a performance and yeah when does the performance of posting stop and when does like the viewing start from like yeah when are you an audience member or when right. are you like i don't know like that th- that space to me is is interesting and like exciting well i think it's interesting that you framed like you starting to post actually transphobic memes as like a different chapter or like an, <laughs> you know as, as like here's the counterpoint like even thinking of posting i've also way. like uh, do you guys remember this late earth person late earth late. Figure, oh yeah, persona, yeah, yeah. who yeah. was like it's just some random person. This person was going after MoMA PS5, big shouts. Big and they're shots. like, uh, they hate MoMA PS5 because he's a cis black male who talks to non-white, to non-black people. Right. And, and this is where we get the, <laughs> are you black or non-black meme from? Yeah, from yeah, this yeah, person. Yeah. And they, they infamously said that trans or white people can't be trans because their transness depends on digital blackface. And right. I just thought that this was, that. and they also invented a digital lynching. And these two ideas together, like, have sort of, these two, like, brand new ideas have now come back to haunt me and, like, are, are the reason why, <laughs> like, this digital blackface and, like, these non, like, these non-existent trans white people. 
um, <laughs> are ruining my life, <laughs> like making it really hard to just post memes. On, <laughs> 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 so it, yeah, it's interesting how that played out. And I and you know what? It's gone now because Instagram deleted it. Maybe right. I have maybe I have a small archive, but yeah, most of it's gone. Um, no, it's it's strange because obviously I, I understand if someone's trans and saw a transphobic meme that they're <laughs> offended. But uh, um, it, it does it. All of these accounts, yours included, and intellectuals and all these are, sure. are are constantly posting like different you know right wing or whatever memes. It's yeah. like it's so obvious. It's like it's doesn't even need the context. It's like you know that it's the the joke is. It, it goes beyond actually just laughing at them. It's it's like laughing at the meme existing, right? Yes. It's like you don't you know that no one's like endorsing them or whatever, but for some reason I guess certain. Well, I think we we've experienced like that to some degree with like we started to post memes about fuck boys and like fuck boy culture and like creative person culture. Yes, and we like accidentally self-aware. attracted a lot of those people <laughs> to becoming a part of our lives. Right, big shout out to Lucian Smith. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny to us because like i mean you know it's not always bad it's sometimes really interesting but it's just interesting it's, it's just like the the line between like the the joke and the reality of these people actually existing in our lives is has has blurred even yeah. to us now like i've started to be like wait what am i doing like I'm, why are we doing yeah this? like the more we joked about being creatives working on projects the more we became we are we are have a fucking podcast like this is not what we planned on doing and now we're creatives working on projects i I think that we've moved beyond podcast shaming i think that (laughs) (laughs) it's more like you don't have a podcast what the fuck are you doing yeah like record yourself also our podcast is insane heat and we're really fire (laughs) (laughs) no but you you're like way more in like the the line of battle than than we are because we're not really like doing we're not like yeah we're not yeah i think but it's also just like just the nature of my existence like i'm literally like a large black person walking these streets you know like i'm literally like in the line of battle and i'm like not trying to separate that online in the way that people do with like anonymity you know like people want to create different person like people want to create distance from themselves like that that's that's what we're talking about is like the ironic distance that we that gets created online and like right. how that can be fun and how that can be like amusing and like helpful um right. but but i think that by disrupting that space with the shit that i'm thinking about it brings to light like <clears throat> um you know i think that the, the scapegoating that goes on in those spaces because i do think that there are some sketchy white people that get away with sketchy shit online yeah for sure that's and you know and, and and that's why i want more black people to take up space in the way that i do to confuse it and like to like right. re, like regain yeah that was a part of my uh when i first started i was like yeah i i want to yeah white people have been taking up this space for too long it's like black people need to take up ironic blackness needs to take up digital space or whatever it's like yeah I don't know. I just want to do whatever the fuck I want to do. I mean, I personally think the ironic distance that you're talking about is like pretty subversive. I think it's like a kind of great way to combat things that you're against. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a it's a safe way. Right. I mean, because you don't have to like commit to anything. Totally. I mean, I think that's part of the, was like the part of the rise of the alt right was like right. they were untouchable because you couldn't make fun of them because you couldn't make they fun like of them. ate it all up and like use it against you. You know what I mean? Yes. And I I, I don't know. And kind of doing these ironically distanced 
shit posting, I think, is, is a very similar tactic. Yeah, I think, yeah, exactly that. Part of this is, like, a certain part of, like, leftists, like, taking back meme space from these alt-right mother yeah, like, exactly. motherfuckers. And, like, and then part of this is, like, you know, centrist not being not able to deal with it. Like, yeah, exactly. wait, that looks too much like what they were doing, and I don't get it. So you're on that, you're on their side. Well, because now it's it's also twofold now because it's taking it back from the alt right, but also you have to combat all the like cancely cancely bullshit. Uh, they don't have to deal with that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They don't give. Yeah, exactly. They, they, don't they give want a fuck. that. They want right. that. I want that. Well, right. I mean, <laughs> but, but it it can affect you in in a, in a in different way, way more. Yeah. yeah interesting do you think there's a way to like convert the like censorship left back to, to something that's um, palatable is there hope okay i'm yeah i'm not a very hopeful person when it comes to that stuff <laughs> yeah i'm very pessimistic but yeah i don't know I, my my go to is usually just slam it over someone's head until they get it. Right. Like, yeah. like you're gonna fucking get this until you fuck. I'm gonna keep saying it until you get it. Well, because that's their attitude also, is slam it over our. Yeah, they're head. they're slam it over the head and put that nigga in jail because he say bad thing online. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually interesting what we just kind of like figured out, which is that cancely shit has way a way bigger effect on someone like you than like actually alt-right people or people who they claim to be actually you know yeah. against uh it really has less of an effect on them than anyone else and more of an effect on anyone which is the whole which was the whole point of like the anti-joe biden right. stuff is like yeah you guys think that it's like it's like yeah it's the slowing incremental like harm reduction -y sort of bullshit where white people just want to slow the world down and make and so that they can feel good about like whatever the fuck they're doing yeah but like uh, like ultimately the shit is not changing fast enough or shit is not getting better fast enough you know i i don't know i've been this year is the first year i've like played with like accelerate accelerationist ideas and like nick land bullshit and like these mm -hmm. like techno like dystopian things yeah yeah but and, and a lot of that discourse doesn't have enough you know black in it so i've like just been like totally but but i have found a couple black writers and like a couple cool thinkers that are like they just don't really yeah they don't really give a fuck with like uh electoral politics like the we're they're not i'm not really interested in changing anyone's mind right i'm interested in like figuring this shit out for myself and yeah. like and like creating space for other people that are also trying to figure this shit out totally does that make sense like, yes definitely. i I, th I think it's a lost cause to like change people's minds you can just get your shit together and help the people that want to help you get your shit together, get their shit together. Right. Well, also another thing is like cancely stuff is obviously inherently uh, <laughs> like political because it's like left wing or whatever, but culture war style shit really at the end of the day has nothing to do with electoral politics at all. Like there's nothing left wing about, but it, but it, it does in the sense that people who have those electoral politics believe them, but there's nothing mm -hmm. like, inherently left-wing about cancely shit you know what i'm saying yes and like a lot of the characteristics of alt-right shit there's nothing inherently right-wing about them it's just these other kind of connotations that have become affiliated with respective electoral politics yeah and i think yeah i i, I hear what you're saying i just i'm afraid that post-trump we've totally like we it's it's eaten itself we're like now right. it is now it is those things 
Now right. cancel. Now cancel is poli- cancel politics is politics now. That's that's true. But maybe the optimistic slant on that is that uh-huh. in the in the kind of shit post, uh, uh-huh. uh, ironically distanced. <laughs> In the uh, meme of you it. know, meme <laughs> landscape. Maybe more people will feel comfortable uh, jumping ship, right? Because it used to be like I can't go against what the, you know, what our, what my tribe thinks. Like if I'm like a left wing person, I have to agree with all of this, and I have to uh, cancel this person and and say everything that everyone's doing is is good or bad, right? And maybe in this kind of uh, in the shit post landscape, people could be like, well, I actually like think this is stupid, even though I have personal, I like personally believe in like left wing things like Medicare for all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they can yeah, start yeah, to separate yeah, those yeah. things. Yeah, definitely. The memes, uh, allow for people to separate more things, but yeah, that's the, all what we've been talking about the whole evening is like, even in these spaces, people are like fucking retarded with this cancel culture shit. Yeah. Like even in this safe space where you're 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 supposed to be as ironic as possible, where you're supposed to say the dumbest thing that you can possibly think of, and it's and it's it's safe and it's good. You're not allowed to do that if right. you're like if you're not white enough and trans enough or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah know. we're it's, we're losing. We're, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like we are losing, and the shit posting is fun and confusing. But I don't know if it's helping necessarily. It's helping me earn a little bit of coin. Right. (laughs) But I don't know if it's actually helping. I've definitely like lost a couple mental health points in the past couple of months. Yeah. I've definitely lost lost a couple body health points. Yeah. Where before the shit posting I was actually doing okay. Right. But (laughs) that's just that's important to say, right? I know I know exactly what you mean. But at the same time at the same time, I don't know, maybe uh Maybe I would feel more insane if I didn't find other like-minded people on, oh, on Instagram. I, you know what I mean? And the accelerationist in me is, is, is resonates with that. Where like we need to be in this space and like figure out these. This is where we're figuring out the ideas. Right. Like, and yeah. this is this is where the, the theory is being you know workshopped. That's what that's what's going on. And like we see it in, in my account. That's where we're seeing feedback and pushback against like the question is like, can I say this? Right. And the pushback is no, you can't say this. And then like, and then the next question is why, you know. And right. I, and I and and I think it's important for people like me to keep asking these questions and keep getting pushback so that people can see it, so they can be demonstrated. I don't like protest. I I thought about my initial Instagram thing as a protest piece, right. but I, I think about it more as a demonstration, just like, or like the memes themselves, a presentation of an idea. Right. And how people engage with it is like. A cool thing to watch. Have you experienced having pushback on something that you found valid? Everything. All the pushback is valid, but some of it pisses you off. Oh, oh, the pushback. Yeah, the pushback is valid. Um, it's valid to somebody, but let me think about uh, valid pushback. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't say tranny. I guess I shouldn't call people tranny. <laughs> I guess it's. But you want to be called it. I, I, please only call me that. I, I think. Yeah, I guess bad words. Here's the thing. I don't give a fuck, and like I say bad words, and I should be allowed to say bad words. If you, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If so I it's like a freedom of speech thing. Like, do you, do you rest back on like? Yes, it's an anti, it's an anti censorship thing. Yeah, right. It's like, what the fuck are you guys like? Are you guys serious? Like, people don't people don't know how far censor. That shit is fascist, like to censor someone. Do you know what I'm saying? And, like, it is. All yeah. these anti-fascist people are like, 
trying to figure out or trying to like stop people from saying what they want to say it doesn't make sense yeah people who hate cops acting like cops cop brain well that's yeah. that's what i think is maybe true about what you were saying though is because i i do associate like anti-censorship anti-fascist thought as a left-wing liberal right. concept and exactly and i don't I, you know I'm, i guess it makes me uncomfortable the idea that like that the opposite of the opposite of that is the left now like even though that that might be exactly. what characterizes it now in spirit i don't think that that's true but that's what that's that's what i meant by like a, a like a, a truly left-wing idea like at the core definition of what a left-wing ideal is is the opposite of this yeah but this kind of attitude and culture worry stuff has now been um just linked to left quote-unquote electoral um voting but it's not but yeah at it, like a fundamental level of what it means to be left-wing is nothing to do with that at all it's just these new kind of connotations that have been married to it you know yeah, yeah, yeah. um and that's what i was saying i think more people might start to be like oh i can have certain uh political opinions and certain uh cultural attitudes that most people would tell me is wrong but it, like i i can i i can feel that way i i don't have to because i don't vibe with cancely shit that doesn't mean i'm you know right wing or whatever like i don't you don't have right. to kind of pick teams like this it's yeah with that, a lot kind of, of our friend with thinking. a lot of our friends who have engaged with like even just you know they know that we have this instagram account or whatever they they've started to associate us with the alt right or at least they were for a while and we were like some well, stupid people call give me that shit too i'm like yeah right when like, we when ever I, said I anything post, right like, wing, trump yeah. memes during the election yeah like, exactly like I'm not, I'm not supporting Trump. I'm just not supporting Biden in the funniest way possible. But a lot yeah. of people associate just being engaging with the internet this much yeah, is is exactly. all right or something, exactly. or that it's like a four chan thing or it's like it's yeah, exactly. fringe culture. I mean, we are we are on the fringes. Yeah, <laughs> right. We like it out here. <laughs> we like it out here. <laughs> come, come, hang. But oh, what's the what's got, the end we got, game? We got, we got low battery on. Oh, our oh, boy. Yeah. Sure, yeah, I'll, I'll switch it out then. I'll, I'll pause it here. Okay. Wait, I knew that was nice happen. catch, nice podcast. So you want to make a movie with Sam Hyde? I, I think that would be great. It's not like my end all be all. Like I'm not. I don't wake up every day and think about the film I'm going to make with Sam. But I think he's a fucking genius. Yeah, yeah. I would love for him to call me the N word on camera, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it and it means something, and it do something for somebody. <laughs> but just the idea alone gets me excited. Yes. But you want to make movies also, just in general. Yeah, I I, I make short films right now. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to make. I would love to get funded to make more movies. I'm writing a bunch of stuff right now. I'm writing an OnlyFans movie right now. Nice. That. I think is pretty cool about OnlyFans. Or it's going to be on OnlyFans. Basically, I, I was triggered when Eugene's movie came out. The fucking yeah, spree. The yeah Uber driver killer. Because I'm making. Uh, yeah, I was big jealous. Big triggered. Big jealous. Oh, big shouts. Um, <laughs> Eugene, yeah, please read my OnlyFans script. I'm basically I'm writing a serial killer OnlyFans movie, oh, right. and I want it to feel as digital and as internet e as spree right. is. Um, but I want it to have all these other sex layers and like race layers and right, and right. um liberal politics layers because OnlyFans is an interesting space for that i think yeah um and like and like i was writing it early covid where OnlyFans was booming and like mm. like a main source of income for a lot of low for a lot of different people for a lot of different people in a lot of different classes like you saw the poorest people and the richest people 
both just explode OnlyFans at the same time. Right. And I think that that's a really interesting thing that a lot of people are going to be unpacking, and I want to get in on it now. And well, like, so yeah. I, yeah, I don't think that Spree necessarily took up the space. To, I don't think so either. I just think that, like, fuck. Some, yeah. Right. He just did. Right, right, right. He, he did the, he's been writing that for a year, at least. Or like a, oh, no, he's been working on Spree for a long time, but I think, and this is no nothing against Eugene, but, like, he wasn't even necessarily, like, happy with the way the movie performed. I mean, it's obviously really Oh, COVID. yeah, it got fucked. Yeah. It got fucked, yeah. yeah it got fucked. <laughs> and so I don't know if he's in the best position to help you make your OnlyFans movie, but can I think somebody can. Script. He can, really, he can. I want his writing help. I want his yeah, creative yeah. help. Show it to us. Well, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah that's what we do. We link and build different creatives. So <laughs> we'll we'll get you in touch with Eugene. <laughs> Let me fucking. You get us in touch with him. <laughs> You're actually in a film production office right now. Oh, uh, that is true. <laughs> that is what this is. <laughs> <laughs> we decided to leave the camera off for this. I don't know what the etiquette is. Oh, I didn't even think of that. I didn't bring it. I mean, it was yeah. just like everything happened at once. I was yeah. just like, fuck well, I didn't it. even know you were coming. So <laughs> he's still mad about it. <laughs> he is still mad. I'm not mad. This is fire. This is insane. <laughs> this is insane heat. Yeah. I think it's what we needed. Absolutely. We needed another voice in the room. I think you need another staple on the pod. Yeah, I know. Here weekly. Well, yeah. yeah. How long are you? you're here till January? I'm here till a bit Jan. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I'll stay till February if I If you book a couple more pods with us, yeah. Wait, what'd you say? If you book a couple more pods with us. <laughs> yeah, if I book a couple more pods, a couple gigs here and there. <laughs> I did get a gig, um, the PAing for SNL. Oh, nice. Shouts oh, out to Young Nihilist. Shouts out to Veronica. Yeah. Wait, is her name Veronica? Young Nihilist. I've seen the handle. Yeah, I just yeah. know her as Young Nihilist. Okay, Young Nihilist is Bianca, but I'm talking about the girl that actually hired me. Uh, what show was it? What was it? Who's the musical guy? Who's the host? It was the last one that they did. Uh, Strokes. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Oh wait, who was the musical guest? I don't know who the musical guest was. And I was just doing the film stuff. You know that they, they pre-recorded some of the right. scenes, mm-hmm. and I was just peeing on in in this warehouse, getting waters, quiet on set. Yeah, eating, that's cool. Eating snacks. Yeah. Was it fun? It was really chill. I did nothing, and like they kept telling me to like do things but there's really nothing to do you know stupid pa bullshit like there's too many of us on set to do nothing well Chappelle, and, and like he wasn't he wasn't anywhere near set it was like the, oh he was the, like doing it remotely well I, I we were just filming one of these like they do like uh, they do like the pre-recorded film scenes where they cut it cut it the into skits. the show yeah. the skits yeah. and so yeah i just did one skit it was like a one four minute skit no major person it was like the black girl and, and the 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 chubby square white guy with this white head. I don't know his name. And they did a shitty skit. <laughs> I don't know who these people... We'll, we'll, I'll find their names afterwards and we'll plug it in. If it's not Kyle Mooney, I don't know. Or, it's Ke- not, or Keenan. Okay, Kyle Mooney was yeah, shooting Kyle Keenan on a Beck, that's Those are the only dudes yeah. I know on the show. Kyle Mooney did a, th- did a thing, but I wasn't working on his uh, Keenan? stage. Keenan was there. It was the black girl. Black girl. Don't I don't know. know her name. I, have, I haven't watched us in a little really it was like time. It was the, go- the other goofy white guy. Keenan might be on the pod. Really? Yeah, yeah. We, we hit him up. Bring him on. Dude. I know. He was immediately down. He just responded immediately. Yeah. I, he responded we became, immediately? Yeah. We became obsessed with, we were like, what happened to Keenan and Kel? Obviously, and obviously the internet, there's like a million articles about it. But like Kel is like weirdly like kind of Instagram famous or something. Yeah, Kel did not get back to us and Keenan did. Keenan did. I yeah, I imagine that Keenan would be the person impossible to get hold of. Yeah. Keenan was like, let's do it. Kel's untouchable. Yeah. <laughs> Kel's up to something. Yeah. I don't know. He's like a youth pastor, though. I don't know what he's up to, really. Oh, yeah. No, but you did some weird... I don't he's know. He's kind of on some weird, like, inspirational kind of Instagram shit. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of sick. Hey. Are you a fan of Kaveh Zahedi? I'm not familiar. 
He, oh wow, you would fuck with Kaveh. You would fuck with Kaveh heavy. Yeah. He uh, he's actually the only reason I've ever been to Union Docs. He showed uh his movie The Sheik and I but Oh, Zahedi. Yeah. Yeah, listen, I'm a fake filmmaker. That's another thing you guys need to know that I So am I. I'm pro- <laughs> What does that mean for you? It means I started making a movie that I haven't finished. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a filmmaker, so what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> just to get paid, right? We're just we're just fucking grinding. Out I here. mean, I'm a I'm a podcaster. <laughs> yeah, we're podcasters. I'm a guest. I'm a podcast guest. Um, I'm gonna check out Zahedi. Thank you for that. Yeah, the, I could lend you the box set too. He's he's got he's he's you, you insanely prolific. His kids are beautiful. Yeah, he's he's like the guest that we're building towards. I've I've known. For oh, a long dude, time. get him. Yeah, he's the best. He's my teacher. Your film teacher. You're not a fake filmmaker then if you've taken. I didn't know who he was until he was my teacher. Yes, and, that, and my friend was like, dude, Kaveh's head is your professor. He's a legend. And I was like, oh, he's, yeah, I know he's made a movie. And I was like, oh, he's made like 15 movies. And then I watched all of them. And I was like, oh, he's like the best filmmaker yeah. of all time. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. But you would fuck with him you would just really on a level yeah. of like... Is it, a lot of his stuff has to do with... Just, what, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. Push, pushing the boundaries of censorship. Like his movie, The Sheik and I, um, is all about, you know... I mean, it's about Islam, but it's about like, oh, what can you not say? Like, why can we sure. not criticize this religion? And as an Iranian person, he felt like the person, uh, you know, most... Uh, not giving a fuck about it. Yeah, he was say. like, I'm allowed to talk about it. Then. Sure. But then he got canceled by... Uh, a white, by a programmer, by a, a white by programmer a white who Canadian contacted guy. lots of uh, different festivals, urging them to not show the film because of how offensive it was. Which geniusly, he re-edited all of that stuff into the movie and was like, "This oh, guy's great. canceling me," and then great. He released and the movie that yeah, way. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's like this is the would, reason you can't see this movie. If you've seen this, if you're seeing this movie, it means you know about me. And this this guy's the reason that it didn't play at any major festival. <laughs> it played at South by Southwest, and it got banned from every other film festival. Well. Good for South by Southwest. Yeah, that's why Kaveh is, is the go. He like has actually taken everything we just talked about and turned it into like amazing movies. And actually did the work, yeah. yeah. He did the work. Yeah, that is my dream, is to turn all of this shit into something meaningful. Right, right. I think you can do it. I think. I, I agree. Hopefully, you know, the social capital and the clout alone will help <laughs> it, I think foster it does. some of that. I, I think it absolutely does. Well, especially this this works with someone like Kaveh um, because Kaveh... He more than anyone is. You could never separate the art from the artist with Kabe, right? He's like yeah. his, his persona, the character of himself, which is just himself, is is uh, just a part of all of his movies. Um, and it wrecks his marriage. It wrecks exactly. his relationship and, with his kids and his job. They're, they're all autobiographical. Yeah, yeah. He got and, famous from a movie called "I'm a Sex Addict," which was a detailing of his addiction to prostitutes. Leading up to the marriage to his wife, which he's now divorced from. Um, I need to do my homework, bro. You guys, you guys. I know we got. Yeah, we got to give you. We got to give you a reading list. But God, what have you? What have you been watching? Nothing. I've been watching shitty YouTube, Instagram, shitty YouTube, and shitty TikToks and (laughs) shitty YouTube videos and shit. How much time do you spend on your phone today? Okay, listen. I've actually been. I've actually been a lot better with that. I could. Yeah, I've been getting off my phone. More. I've been like disabled half the day, every day. For the past week, so there's no reason to be on my phone. 
Um, oh, like the account's disabled. Yeah, my yeah. account's disabled. Like, I can't do anything. And I and I have work with Union Docs. Like, I've been editing shit. I'm behind on editing. I've been falling in love with a couple of random people as well. Nice. Who and, are like, they? wasting my time. We don't, we don't have to talk. We don't okay. need to name them. <laughs> but big you already know who they are. Yeah, big shouts to the beauties out there. Big shouts to these beautiful men in my life. <laughs> um, but, yeah, th- th- that shit has been occupying a lot of my time. Not shit posting. Um, I think it's good when people occupy... I mean, for me, like, people always occupy most of my energy, which is why I struggle to finish things. Romantic interests, generally. Um, right. But, I don't know. It's like, how do you feel about... Because you've been... What do you want to talk about? It? Talk about what? I don't know. Just <laughs> being single in New York. You're single? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, what does, single mean, what does being single mean to you? Are you uh, a monogamous person? Um, no. I, is anyone monogamous anymore? I mean, I could be. I could. I'm getting a little old to not be monogamous, though. Maybe I should. What do you mean? You're like the most monogamous. You believe monogamy? No, no, I'm not anti. But am I like? Am I like a girlfriend guy? Is what you're asking? I think you are. No, I think you're a girlfriend guy without a girlfriend. Really? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I am a girlfriend guy. I mean, I yeah. You, you, that's the thing. You're absolutely a girlfriend guy. I'm like. I've never not 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 a girlfriend guy, but I'm not. I can't girlfriend guy. But you've only. I'm not not a girlfriend guy, but I'm I. Oh, I feel you. Right? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. One girlfriend at a time, though. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what. I'm pretty... Never yeah, never I'm pretty any dovetails. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I'm pretty old school. I don't know. That's good I, to know. I, like, I really like going on dates. So... How do you feel about it? I'm confused because... And it's because um, I'm a fucking weirdo and I attract other weirdos. I think I'm also like 24. And everyone my age like doesn't know how to fall like we don't know how to love because we we learned how to love from Degrassi, right? And that's pretty pro poly actually that show. It is yeah <laughs> because of like all the toxic monogamous <laughs> relationships in that show. You're like oh wait this shit's not working for anybody involved. Right right. <laughs> Shouts out to Degrassi, uh, but I don't know. I love being in love with somebody. Like I love occupying i love when someone occupies my attention and like i can't right. like I, I love obsessing over one person yeah um but i've i've only ever been like a side piece or i'm more commonly a side piece to like some closeted person right so like i just oh, like okay. and that's how it like started where i was just like okay i'm just like kind of poly by default because right these are right. not monogamous relationships you right, know right, like, right. these are weird conditional like c- circumstantial relationships and, right. and, and, and but they're still like affecting my life and like a part of my life and like affecting that person and like clearly like there's so, there there is a relationship here so it's valid um and as i got older it's it's just it's just about making those looks less toxic and like communicating and like finding right. people that get it and like that like you know i don't think that you can love one person or whatever i think it's okay if you want to have sex with other people it, it doesn't mean that you love someone less because you want to fuck hot people right yeah i, I definitely <laughs> agree with that yeah. you know so that that's that's where i am at it's still very hard it doesn't make sense like to like be in love with someone and then watch them like leave your apartment and go fuck somebody else right and no, then, like, it's, it's, it, no it's interesting to hear that because i feel like that's something that is more prevalent in in like gay culture than it is heteroculture sure 
Like I think it's like yeah. it's more of a taboo if if like you're in a traditional boyfriend girlfriend relationship. Like I kind of I I think I agree with you. I think communication. I definitely agree that. with you. I don't think I could do it, but I definitely agree with you. <laughs> like it, I couldn't like like you I can't would, let your girlfriend go out. And no, fuck. I, mean, I mean right. I mean I'm sure some people can, and they're great for them. And I don't randomly I could. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just realized. I think I'm like, I could randomly do I'm down with it. It's kind of if hard. I, Loki I mean, depends on the girl. I don't know. It all depends on depends like, on the guy too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> we might have to make this one private, bro. <laughs> I don't know about this. I'm going to get in trouble. No, no way. <laughs> well, previous to my current relationship, I was in a relationship for a decade. I was in like the same relationship for 10 years. You're a psychopath. I, am, I actually am. That's what it is. I'm a psychopath. That's good to know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's a girlfriend guy. Yeah, but it's like, just like I like this to build. I think it's because like I'm. An, I've been fucking someone for seven years. The same person. Same person in on Miami off. or New York in or? Miami. Yeah, yeah. I'm from Miami. I've only been here for three months. So I'm, when you got to New York, were there people who you like you wanted to meet, and there was like, like okay, the, there's there's one person in particular who like we were planning to meet, right? And like he came and we hung out. Um, there's this one other person that I randomly connected with from Instagram, and we met on Halloween, and that like is now a weird thing right um and then just random other hookups no one there's no real like serious love interests besides this one person who right you know and you knew it before coming here and i knew that before coming here yeah. and we like planned to meet up here right so they were gonna come to miami and then i got this random opportunity to come to new york i'm like fuck it we'll go to new york and clout chase <laughs> <laughs> like that's way better for us that's right the now. best place to clout chase yeah and like i i i've I fucking hate Miami. I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of sweating all the time for no fucking reason. Yeah. I'm sick of people thinking that the beach is fun. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun going around seeing hot people with their shirts off sweating. And you're like sitting in the sand with fully clothed because you hate yourself. And <laughs> So I want to come to New York where I can be fully clothed and everyone else gets it. And it's cool. <laughs> I do like that about New York. I mean, I think that's like why I find Miami fascinating because it's like the complete opposite. And I'm just like... It's so different. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's fascinated by like, you know, grass is always green or shit, but... Um, I love the fucking cold. Me too. I mean, it's like why I like New York. I like people wearing clothes. I like Yeah, true. <laughs> I like the cold. I don't fuck with snow, but I like the cold. You don't okay. fuck with snow? No, snow really fucking pisses me what off. What the fuck are you talking about? Snow is fucking disgusting. I hate it. No, fuck that. We like walk. Oh, God. It oh. blows. <laughs> of a white Christmas. Yeah. What about the, like, this slush on the side of the. Oh, man. No, no snow in New York is definitely gross. No, snow sucks. Snow sucks everywhere. I love, you don't I've only seen it once for no. five minutes, so can we not kill snow? You're not for me? missing anything. <laughs> I wish I'd only seen it once. Big for shouts to snow for me. Yeah, don't don't. No shouts to snow for me. <laughs> I'm a, I'll let you guys know when I see it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it. this is how we got in our first fight. It was about fucking snow. <laughs> You're so wrong. I was obsessed with cocaine when I was 17. I was, I'm obsessed I, with snow now. Not me. I hate coke. I hate snow. I love cocaine. Cocaine's great. Snow's great. Yeah. New York, New York's great. I don't know why I thought that I was gonna bring a bunch of drugs here, and, get up <laughs> and you're like sober. Yeah. <laughs> in my head, like, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna get fucking railed and podcast <laughs> with these guys. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's what people do. People do like get super fucked up and then record. That is the most fun. That okay, does okay. Sound fun. I'd love to be able to do that. Yeah, I, I, I would doing a drunk podcast would be fun. I, I, I just drink though. I don't do anything else. Really. It's. I mean, I'm, don't let me peer one, pressure no? you guys. They drank. They drank. 
canceled. <laughs> yeah, so you you guys are done bringing hot women over here and only podcasting with hot women. That's uh, a bad. I, I, don't, I, I don't know if we're done, done with that. <laughs> you guys are done doing that. But we're, I'm shutting that down. We're, we're down to podcast with other uh, other, other genders. Yeah, exactly. Bring other, other genders. genders in here. Um, <laughs> I love girls. Yeah, maybe even maybe even does podcasting help with that? Actually, is that hot? What do you mean? Like, do you think for them? Oh, are they like? Know. Oh, they have a podcast. It's hot. Oh yeah. I don't know. I, I don't actually, know. I actually couldn't tell you. I really don't know. I guess yeah. My my stuff sort of predated us having a podcast. Yeah. All I can say is having a meme account gave me a crazy year <laughs> last year. <laughs> Isn't that so disgusting? It's how disgusting. easy it is. Like, oh, you post meme. It became like a joke too. It's like I'm falling in love with the meme guy. Yeah, that that's like, yeah, a dark. That is lame, but I was like, but we're fucking. <laughs> it's so it real. Was still tight. Like I don't know. You know what I mean? It was just like that's like the elephant in the room. But it's like, but here we are. Here we are. But naked. That I mean, it's part of the reason I like that it's anonymous. Is that like I don't want to be associated with it until a girl enters the picture. It's true though. That's uh, so, so fucking far. funny. I mean, you probably feel the same way to some degree. Uh, what way exactly? Like having some sort of like meme clout resulting in sex or relationship. Fire. I think it's interesting. I I have a complicated because yeah, like I was I was I've been trying to write this meme and it's not really rolling off the tongue just right. But it's like it's it's taken me twenty four years to be comfortable being this level of undesirable, <laughs> just to have an, a meme account, just to have some weird people think of me in some weird way because I have a meme account. Right. And it's like I have gotten a lot of attention that I normally wouldn't have gotten. Right. Romantic attention, sexual attention, because I run a meme account, and I'm like, bro, I'm still fucking gross. Like, why, why, <laughs> like, like, what changed? Like, because I posted a couple images on this account. People I think it's like the it's like the new it's like a micro fame it's like the it's like a new thing it's but yeah I I I keep arguing with people about this where they talk about where they try to relate this to fame to some sort of celebrity status right and I just have a hard time using that language I, I right. get what you're talking about I think it's different than that I think it's um it's I mean it's like it's a different your, your manifest is like a persona and a character and. Uh, like an art piece or whatever it makes. I think it makes you like more an artist than like yeah, a but people's per, people's personal Instagrams is very different than like what we're talking no, about. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I, My I, no, I think the opposite of personal. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Not personal Instagrams. A personal Instagram, regular personal Instagram is just this like extension of showcasing yourself. An account like Trevor Memes Brazil or the Iron Pack are we pro- is, is, is like Are we pronouncing character. it correctly? How do we pronounce it? Say it. Yeah, you say it. I don't know Mews how to say Bazil. it. Okay, it's my name is Trevor Brazil. I don't really know how to say my last name because <laughs> my dad's a shithead Debbie dad. So I don't know if it's Basil or Basil. Right. So you can say whatever. And like I misspell it without the E. There's an E in my last name. Trevor so Trevor Memes, memes Basil. Basil. Yeah. yeah, that's all I was saying. It's so beautiful. Yeah. It's such a beautiful It really, it really works. <laughs> Thank you. But uh, Trevor Memes Basil. No, like, we were dead ass character. obsessed with your Like when we first it found was, it, it's yeah, all like, dude, we talked about. This is the most about. advanced account. On I couldn't even believe it. I mean, it was like the best TV, best art, best <laughs> yeah. thing I'd ever seen in my life. See, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's like it is a character and it's like an art piece and it's uh 
uh, that's what's attractive about it. But it was also just like the most exciting like group of content I'd ever seen yeah. on any platform yeah, I know. since before MySpace. Oh, like it was like the same. Bring back MySpace, and that's where I grew up. Is on MySpace. That's yeah, where me I too. like. That's where I got these ideas. It's yeah. like watching weird shit on MySpace. Um, I appreciate you guys saying that. Thank you. And it's weird to like, yeah, have see it like fall apart, like kind of spiral. Yeah. It's been so long, like we've kind of seen it spiral out of control. I'm but like, Trevor Muse Brazil is back, right? No. So what I did was I so had it was, a, it was just a new account. It's an new. alt account. It, it okay. was transsexuals, the uh, right. but like the fake transsexuals, not the real one, um, which was <laughs> which is now transpilled because of anti intellectualist drama. Right. Not important. <laughs> I don't know why I know all of this, but I do. And so I had transsexuals, and like I, I was having some people post on there to help make that a backup and now I have a backup account. Um, but that, w but this account gets disabled like every 36 hours because <laughs> it's like so glitched out. So when you get disabled, it does it say like you might get like removed. Yeah. So disabled is not the same as deactivated and there's like a 24 hour grace period where you can, you can request a appeal and somebody at Instagram will look at it. Hopefully I was fortunate. I have, I'm fortunate enough to have a contact at Instagram mm -hmm. where I can email him and like, that's where I would get my account back before, but this is a different thing. This is like a glitch from like I think the mass reporting, where oh, it's just yeah. it's just cycling through all the all the posts that have ever been reported, and like disabling it post by post. So yeah. like it'll come back and be like, oh, we forgot about this post, disabled again. Oh, we forgot about this post, disabled again. And I don't want to email the guy every time this happens because it comes back. Right. It's not like it's gone forever, and I don't want to waste my contact. Like, right. that's also part of what makes it exciting i know it's like a bad <laughs> thing but like when i go to the account i'm like oh i can't find it like it's, it's like it's if exactly, posts get yeah. deleted and shit i'm trying to yeah i want to work that into uh like i screen narrative. record your sh i screen record your shit because i'm like this might not be it's here good, in 30 yeah. seconds keep, yes good keep my keep my archive alive it, yeah yeah it we'll really try. fucked me up last <laughs> night thinking about how much would fuck my life up if we got deleted but we don't we didn't even it's like it's so different like, it's like actually a yeah. gigantic like library of shit. i know we have like we less than 100 posts or something no yeah. i know but it's just uh, the ion is like the biggest part of my day now <laughs> i don't know very depressing <laughs> i back to this like weird sort of um attraction from strangers to meme accounts yeah i and a part and the uh, it's a part of what i'm thinking about when i post is like the social media market space or like this space as a pornographic sort of like hypersexual yeah it's an economy of the of the, of the space itself right. and, I, and like i think that the memes that i post trigger for me like this like addict like being addicted to porn sort of vibe yeah right. not that you necessarily even have to post porn but like in the way that people like I don't know what it is. I think that social media is pornographic, even if it's not like straight up like watching people fucking. I think like there's something about the scrolling and the tapping and the like, right? And the like engaging with other people. That's enough to like get some like it's it's triggering the same parts in your brain as like right. Well, porn I think is. I, or like masturbating is you, right. Yeah, well, I think it, well because you were, you were browsing uh, people in the same way you do looking at porn or something. Or like hookup apps or whatever. Exactly. And it's like, exactly. And if you're like most people, you're you're flicking back and forth between the two. Right. Uh, especially during COVID, you're alone in your room and you're gross. You know? Yeah. Right. So I think that there, that is a part of it where it's just like because it's on this disgusting device, it's surrounded by disgusting things. People like 
it's just in their brain and like what we get is feedback from that i don't know if that's necessarily like i what all that to say is i don't know if that's more about me i don't know if it says more about me than it does about them that they're like even looking for mates on this app right you know what i'm saying like that that they're like showing interest to other to someone else on this app it's like this is not this hasn't this has very little to do with me these are like memes that i curate like Right, like, right. It has nothing to do with like why someone should fall in love with me, <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying, or like why someone would want to like meet up with me in real life. But we've said this before, and it, because like Instagram really is like the ultimate dating app. Like, yeah, it's better than the why other is that? shit that you gotta pay for. Yeah, well, that's that's kind of that's kind of has to do with what I was just saying because you're like browsing people, and you can browse it, browse them way deeper than you would on a dating app. Yeah, and um, I mean, I think it's interact with them way easier. There is something very erotic about seeing somebody's Instagram that is not just pictures of themselves, but like clearly demonstrates that they have like a, an amazing mind or like an amazing yeah, sense you, of curation. And, right. I think that that's scary because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. what because what people do is they build narratives that might not really be there. Right. Like in the same way that you watch any movie and like you like take away shit that you think right is in there, but like that I didn't put that in the movie. You saw that in the movie, and I think that that's cool. Yeah. But that's yours now. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's cool. That's a cool part of the art, but a weird part of the actual real life repercussions of like. But that's, it, it is the same thing as making a movie, though, because like a director could be really gross, but people think that he or she is hot because they've made sick shit. Right. And so if you have a sick meme account, same, same thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm also just bitter that like. I know that all my partners get hit on a lot because they're attractive on, on Instagram. Right. And I thought that's a, that's a whole different marketplace. Like if you're hot and have social media, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's there. the real shit. That's like the, the those that's the next level. Real DMs. Cause you can be, you, yeah, you can be cool and smart and funny and you'll get weird DMs. But if you're cool, f- smart, funny and hot, right. Your shit's fucked. <laughs> I've seen some of those messages. That shit gets fucking weird. <laughs> For people that you're involved with. Specifically, yeah. Like yeah. my partners or whatever. I mean, that's always been shocking to me if I like see a girl's inbox. Oh, yeah. No, it's unreal. Oh, a girl's inbox. I'm just, Holy just, and they could even be not super attractive, but especially when they are, I'm like, geez, it's like oh, a, yeah, such no, a different unreal. reality. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm jealous of it. <laughs> I'm like, this is fire. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's so it's Like, I'm like, you really must walk around with pep in yourself. I mean, that's like why like I feel like hot people like are feel like they they clearly have some different kind of energy. I know. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder should. if like hot people egos are are bigger now than pre social media. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? Because you're getting even more attention than you would have in any other era. Are they bigger or more fragile or whatever? Like more right. more sensitive? I don't know. They definitely. I mean, it goes both ways. I've definitely seen the. Fragile. I definitely feel bad for hot people sometimes. Yeah. Because I see them like barely holding themselves together, and it's like, dude, if you just didn't have that face, you could like. <laughs> Talk, like you could hold a conversation with me, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, you, you, yeah, I don't know. Well, it's because they have to like live up to that because it's out there. Yeah, and people, yeah, and I'm sure that like, yeah, it's weird getting attention from people all the time just because of how you look. Yeah, and like, always having to question like, wait, do they like me for? <laughs> this guy I'm talking to literally asked me like, or we have this argument like every other day where it's like. They like me because of my memes, not because I'm hot. And I'm like, I don't know if it's really like, I don't know if you really want to be saying that. Like, like, like they like me because of my memes. Like, no, it's true. It's like, 
either way, dude. Don't. Well, with hot people, I think it's why they tried to like reclaim the like pictures of them like crying, pictures of them with like acne oh, and shit, right. because like they wanted to like almost normalize. Oh yeah. The concept of them That's being unattractive. Over, right? That is pretty that was over. Like but a that was an ini- cord, initial yeah. reaction to like being hot on the internet. Right. It's like I'm, I can be oh, not hot I'm too. I'm so glad that era's over. <laughs> oh my god. Visually, wasn't the best time. To be on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't love it. Oh, I'm so glad that vibe was done. (laughs) Well, now we have, now we're in the apology era. Yeah. Like that, that's what, that's what took up that space, I think. Right. Right. Not this is what, it's hard for me too, but it's like, I'm sorry for what I did. But thirst traps have gotten better and better over the past few years. Interesting. Uh, I don't know. I can't, I don't know about, I think it's, it's gotten better. Yeah. That's what, because like, you know, 2015. When gr- everyone was posting pictures of them like looking gross and crying and shit, like, you know what I mean? Like that's not a thing anymore. And now it is. It just feels old now. People are like, "Oh, you're still doing." Or the it's like ugly it, thing. you don't have to like you just don't follow that. Then you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like there's a ton of like uh, really hot girls posting really hot pictures. Of themselves, <laughs> and just follow them instead. <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, thirst traps have gotten better. It's become cool to just post like good hot pictures again. You don't have to like be on some weird like. Uh, well, with the porn shit. thing, I always—I mean, I always associate porn with shame. Do you feel like the same level of like? Let's say you are looking at porn on a given day. Do you feel a similar shame if you are like engaging with Instagram in the same way? If you're just Insta- like engaging with just like pictures you find attractive or turn you on or whatever. Oh, if I'm if I'm trying to get off on Instagram in the same way I try to get off on porn. Yeah. Um, I feel, I feel way, I feel a radical sense of shame on Instagram for a lot of different reasons. Me too. And I don't feel any shame when I watch porn because I know exactly what I'm <laughs> It's like, that's do. what you're there to do. That's why right. I'm, I'm here to blast off and then get off, <laughs> get off the app. <laughs> yeah. But Instagram is like, I'm thinking about things, I'm asking questions. Right. And people are talking to me and it feels weird and I don't know why I can, and like, I mean, I'm at a point in my life right now currently where I can get off that app and, like, sit and, like, do work. But, like, I have uh, my partner. I'll sit, I'll sit and watch my partner not able to talk to me yeah, because he's just scrolling on his phone. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, like, this sucks. That, like, it's like watching someone do – it's like watching someone shoot up where they, they don't even – they can't even realize, like, it that is. they're pissing you right. off. Right, that right, like, right, make, right. That they're, like, a full, like, in a vibe. Yeah. Does, no, it, piss, does it piss you off? I mean, um – I mean, yeah, it does piss me off. I understand it. Like, I understand, like, you know, be on the app, cl- chase clout or whatever. Um, but it does suck that it makes me feel like I, I, I'll never be able to compete with, like, the attention. Right. Like, I'll never be, I'll never be as attractive as the app will be. Do you know right. what I'm saying? No, for, that's, for whatever that's reason. That's for, for, for whatever amount of DMs you're getting from hot women, for whatever amount of high you're getting from the notifications, no matter what it is, I will never be able to compete. Right, you know what I'm saying. That's that's scary to me because like intimacy is something I do kind of prize over everything else. And like, it, yeah, I think good luck. It's 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 hard. No, I I see it as the big. It's like the final level boss threat of intimacy. Right, is engaging with. I mean, just your phone at all. And it's I have a problem with it too. It's like, oh, absolutely, I do too. After we finish doing something, it's like when we both go on our phones. I'm like, wait, but we're like here together. I'm like, wait, what the fuck are we doing? And then I get really depressed almost yeah. immediately. Yeah, and sometimes I mean I'll react to I'll like throw the I'll like take the phone and throw it. I'm like no no no. I try to take the phone sometimes and that starts fights and it's like yeah don't it touch a, don't touch a crack pipe don't touch a crackhead's pipe. You right. know? Damn. 
I know all about that. Seriously bad. I don't <laughs> I don't want to say any of this to God discourage anyone from being online, though. I think you should actually be more online. You should head to patreon.com slash the eye and spend most of your time there. Or cash out Trevor Means Brazil. Exactly. You, you can do both. I know that you can. <laughs> you can do both. <laughs> actually, I mean, yeah. Actually, you can Trevor send me a Brazil, dollar. You're going to have to but you just, just send it and then you can just still put your phone away so you're getting the best of both worlds there. That's true. Yeah, I, yeah definitely like the, the moral of the story is not get offline. It's, it's just like be aware of like yeah what it's doing to you and your and the people that you love. Right. Like, I mean, yeah. I, it's where I like actually I can't relate to this as much because I've uh, not had any type. I, I have, I've been alone for most of. Oh, God. I, I like I left the city for the first six months of covid and i so i was not i i actually felt uh like i was getting more intimacy by being online way more um yeah because i was like not in this i couldn't be like hanging out with people i was like i mean yeah we when we started the account i lived in the middle of the woods right and was yeah. going through a breakup and yeah. it, it did connect me with just the concept of being social again because i was literally in the middle of the woods right and i did get a lot out of that and i still do right yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's negotiating the yeah the potential for the for this for this technology to connect us and the the barrier that it puts between us. Right. Because, yeah, yeah, we it does give us access or like avenues to connect with each other, but it is weird. It it there is still like a weird barrier. Like it is not real. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? It is not real connection. Right. I mean, and it's not to say that. Uh, you know, relationships and intimacy, physical intimacy is the only thing it's yeah. it can interfere with. Like, obviously, it can interfere with your intimacy with yourself or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I feel like it hasn't really been doing that for me, even though I feel like I'm online a lot. But I don't know. I see this is part of what, like, we both are huge night owls and stay up all night Same. till like seven sick. in the morning. Yeah, sick. And I think that part of why I like that is because no one else is awake, so I can't even really be online in that way. I, like, I can't be in here during the day. I hate because there's, it's Canal Street. It's like there's so many people outside. Right. There's people in the building. I can't deal. I don't even. I can't. Deal I remember with like the one time I was in here <laughs> during the day, being like, "Whoa, it looks so different. I'd never seen it like bast." It, su- like, it like sucks. This. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck this." <laughs> um, <laughs> but. Yeah, I, I think uh, being up all hours of the night gives you some type... It, it weirdly... Even if you spend those hours online, it weirdly feels very uh, intimate with yourself or something. I feel like there's some... There, I think that's what I get out of being up all hours. Like, most people don't understand why yeah. I stay up all night. They're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I think that's like what I get out of but it. But I think there is an important thing that we're talking about, which is like bridging the gap between like, all right, we're like friends online and we should, like I, I was going to be really mad at myself if we didn't meet up at some point. Yeah, I, I was too. Because I could tell. And no, but <laughs> we I, were it, gonna, boy. I knew we were going to. No, but like I, I <laughs> no, because I do struggle because I'm like pretty, I'm like, I have like maybe some level of like subconscious social feel. Like I don't really hang out with people that often. That's a thing. Yeah, I know. And like, I, it's, sometimes I will put off like seeing people. I'm just, I'm, just getting back into the mode of like being like all right i'm actually gonna like meet up with this person like i don't hang out that much but i i started pissing me off because it would have the dissonance of like us talking online but then you're in the same city as me and not 
connecting the ironic distance yeah would have like phone. confirmed something dark to me about <laughs> right. my, my engagement with instagram yes right 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 yes i so i had those same fears too i was like wait this is so fucked up we <laughs> These are my boys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be really fucked up. We're your boys. I, I, my I, Insta I never boys. Thought we were it up, but, but yeah, it was. A, it's. A, I mean, just the fact that it hadn't happened is there's the fear is there. You know, it is right. No, but that's a that's a really good point. Um, but now we're all here. Yeah, but that's like why. That's why the pause is sick. It's the, some like excuse. It's a to perfect like reason. Become yeah. tighter that's with no. All that our, it's it's the yeah. reason I've been meeting up with anyone at all is <laughs> right. because of this, right. and it, I'm really glad that it happened because I literally would not be engaging with anybody other than like my family and girlfriend. <laughs> right. And wouldn't or barely like we. You and I don't even see each other with yeah. outside of doing stuff. Yeah, outside of doing this, we true. don't hang out, and we're best friends. That's I, I think a part of that is because it's, really true, yeah. I think that we're not best friends. No, that we like. I feel like I see you like most days. Yeah, fuck you, man. <laughs> I definitely see oh you like God. five days a week. What do you mean? Actually? The fight. The fight is yeah, no, so I'm so trying true. to engage the fight. There is a fight. So true. Um, I think that a part of that is the, I don't know, for me, archiving is very important and like sort of like, our, I think like the late, late stage capitalist human sort of one of the most important things that we can do is like sit and archive like our ideas. Yeah. And like it makes sense that like that is the most, that is the thing that brings people together is like the opportunity to come and like record this moment. Right. Yeah. You know, like what? And like, cause we don't really have that much else going on, but like these moments, right. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, yeah. so I, I've only recently uh, started to appreciate the value in archiving things. I used to be uh-huh. the complete opposite. Well, I, I think I, when I, I was like, younger and more sensitive i would i felt like i would uh get too attached to things so uh like there there was a period for years where when my phone would run out of memory i would just delete all photos oh my I god wouldn't back anything psycho else. i, I do not do that and, and and uh oh my god well it, it weirdly happened to me because um my like years and years ago maybe like 2014 my apartment got robbed and my laptop and hard drives got taken. And I lost like everything for years and years and years. And it really bummed me out. And then I was like, I'm not going to start. I'm, I'm just going to start not caring about this at all. And just like being like, well, whatever. I'm like more into memories than, than archiving. So for, literally for years, I did not save a single picture. But you forget, anything. then you forget stuff. You don't realize how, exactly. how much of your, yeah, that's a- your brain retains information from images and from archiving things. Like I'll see an image from like 2015. I'm like, oh my god. Right. Well, maybe that's. Look at what I'm rocking. I like remembering things. <laughs> I like remembering things the, the fuck way was I like I to about? remember. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think that's ra- that's really part of why I would delete pictures because of, because of. I'm like, I'll be like, yeah. I'm gonna think this is so whack, and like next year I'm deleting this. Um, no, but Kaveh's Ka- really into that too. Tune, yeah. It's like once you press record on like a camera or recording device, it's like you are doing something that is in- engaging with like reality in a more important way yeah in a, in a very deep and profound way and it's cool cool to think about i have a i resonate with what you're what you're saying i used to lose my phone a lot right and that would really that would hurt really bad yeah but hearing you hearing you talk about how like you got your shit robbed and then so you like stop caring about it as much just gives me like really fucked up ideas about like <laughs> like, <laughs> like what it means to like have something taken away from you and how someone can respond to that do you know, know. what I'm saying? You know, it's like because I think that there's something to unpack there. Like, I don't know. 
I, I yeah I I don't know I just I was like um I don't know I was actually just talking about this with my parents because they were like thinking of moving they're like would you be upset if you like left your childhood home and I was like like yes and no I don't know I uh, I sometimes think you're holding on to things because you are just trying to recreate the past and, uh-huh. uh, so actually no because I lived in my childhood home when I was a child and that is what it is and that's like even if I were to go live there again or something, it's it, it's like a new person, a new era, new yeah. memories and connotations. It's uh, it's so that already exists in my memory, and uh, whatever. Like, don't get too hung up on stuff. I grew out of that because like my parents did move out of my childhood home like eight years ago or so, and I got really <laughs> pissed at them when they showed me the new house. I was like, this place sucks. I was like, the old house is, has is so charming, like has so many memories. Like you, you're terrible people for wanting to move. <laughs> and I was really, I actually was really upset because like I'm extremely nostalgic, sentimental person. Yeah, exactly. And now yeah. since they moved, I'm like, hey, what the fuck am I talking about? I was like, they, they, I don't even live there anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's like and, their crib. I'm like, it, you right, fuck, you fuck live it there up. and you have those memories there, and that already exists. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, that already is there was something healthy about learning to to let go of it exactly that's 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 what i'm saying i swear getting my shit robbed is no but your shit about like deleting that. pictures on your phone is some like weird ocd that's really shit weird. you need to that, no, that's, dude, i swear it was like because of how <laughs> bummed i was when the laptop got stolen right what i when like, my, really fucked my laptop got robbed too and i was like i was i'm still hurt about it because like i lost all my music like it was the last time i had a music library i yeah, never so, rebuilt yeah. a music library since my laptop got stolen i was just like I, now i don't care but yeah, it's, now it's, it's not time. it's yeah. not because i let go it's because like i feel like i was like emotionally robbed and i'm still hurt from it yeah yeah <laughs> i mean it was definitely that part that you don't of it, care, but i yeah. think like that was i, I yeah. it, it like weirdly was like a significant thing for me i was like this is fucked but also like kind of fucked with me to think like this l- fucking laptop meant so much to me that it like is fucking with me so hard that it's gone like yeah like, what if the hard drive failed you know what I, mean? I, right. I don't know it just i was like i don't want to like put so much stock into things yeah, I feel that. Yeah, it was yeah. like I was kind of like trying to be like zen about it. But you believe you believe in it though. You want it, you want to keep archiving. I, I now, now, now I agree with you. But I think yeah. it's I think it's important. I think it's special. Uh, there is some negotiation that has to that has to happen because shit happens and you do lose stuff. Like I've lost this dumb bitch killed my hard drive because she plugged in the wrong. Like it just lost. I lost a very important hard drive to me like a year ago um, because she just plugged it into the wrong socket and like it was very easily avoidable. And that oh, yeah. and that hurts when like you when like it didn't have to happen. Yeah. Um. But having grown up losing every phone that I've ever had, like I kind of built up a callus to like, oh shit, lost, lost images. Right. But I do try to save as much as I can, and I do. This is why I want to get more into podcasting because I want to s- s- move forward archiving. Like I want to start collecting right. these new ideas as I get older. Well, there's also something interesting about you lo- like losing images or videos from the account because they're yeah. like they're it's like your curation rather than like they're not like videos or pictures of you. And, and that's different because it's it's not only the images and the 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 curated images and videos. It's also the engagement and the and the yeah. moment and the surround and like the the performance aspects of it, like the audience of it. And that that sucks because it's hard enough trying to explain this shit to people and legitimize it as like an art practice or an art idea right. without the actual fucking material to show people. Like now it's just straight up word of mouth. Right. And like you had to be there to see it. And like I have to like like really like rely on like good people to put in a good word for me. 
That's why um, I don't like Instagram Live because I was like really excited by the concept of it, but it's like doesn't archive the comments and yeah, and there's no way to you see, have unless to like screen, screen record, record. It, yeah. But it's like yeah, it's just not. It's not it's good such, enough. The, if they were to add that, it'd be like it, it just would be the next level of everything. It's and you like, know that they have the 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 infrastructure to do it. Yeah, why? Do, yeah, I don't really I don't, understand. I don't, I don't understand. Like when you when I showed you, I was like, it doesn't. You're like, it doesn't save the comments. I was like. <laughs> Like you freaked out. You're like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Like, what's the, like, what's, the what's the point of doing?" I know. It? Like, what's the? I it's, guess it's, it's like just a, go, it's just gone now. I, I guess because some people use Instagram Live kind of on some podcast style shit. Yeah, but then yeah, it would like be saved. Do. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They just like people. I, I, I don't know. It's really, it's really stupid. I the know. lives don't save the comments, really. Yeah. yeah. Instagram, come on. I know you're listening. Okay, stupid, yeah. Well, usually if I'll go into anybody's live, I'll start screen recording before I click into it, just, just so I can have it. Yeah, I've done that a lot. Exi- I won't have it. Then. Yep. I want to have. Do you it. really do that? Yeah. Yeah. Psycho. Like with, with like one time you went live, I was like, oh, Trevor's live. Got to. You screen recorded that. Yeah, screen recorded oh, yeah. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I only I only stayed in for like five minutes, but yeah, I got five right. minutes. I'm trying to. I'm still waiting on my fucking. I'm still waiting on some fucking shrooms to celebrate. My getting 5k on my <laughs> on my account that is now gone, uh, but I want I really want to go live and read a book on shrooms and. That's sick. how long how long did had, had you had the account? Um, I've I have that account for years, but I didn't really start posting on it. But you you're able to like amass followers pretty quickly. It, I think it was luck. So yeah, I think I think it was a combination of Black Lives Matter, you know, a white savior guilt moment yeah, exactly. plus like. That that phenomenon happening in these intellectuals admins souls, yeah. where they felt like giving me the login because I was showing my ass, <laughs> and then and then yeah, this sort of pattern like kept going until I like amassed a little bit of clout and like right. I was uh, intellectuals. No one really posted on the story, and like I go psycho on stories, so I was oh, posting yeah. on intellectual story, and I kind of like became like the story admin. Your story game is completely unbelievable. Story game. Shout, shouts out to it's story like game. It's like savant level. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> it's, it's, you, like, just like, yeah, yeah. even with the coming back to that, like, Sherelle's song, you know, like, the Sunday, Mon- is it Sherelle's song? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, wow, he's like, he's, he's still going. It's so sick. It's for it's for you crackheads out there. <laughs> it really is for me. I was once addicted to crack. <laughs> it's, it's for the weirdos that, like, are obsessed with, like, small details like that right and it's like i don't know i do think i'm autistic and i do think that this is a form of stimming i just found out about right. this like a month ago right. where autistic people stimulate themselves sometimes right. and i'm like holy fuck right. like that's so what i'm doing like yeah i'm so making myself feel better right now <laughs> i'm so geeking out on right. this app do you think we're autistic i think i don't think i'm autistic i mean it's taking the test <laughs> Um, oh, the test! Yeah. No, I mean I, I have plenty. Of, I have plenty of uh, issues, but I don't think that's one of them. I'm 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 severely scared that I'm autistic. Uh, well, I have noticed that people I know who are really engaging with the internet a lot and on a deep level all think they're autistic. All think they're autistic. Yeah, right. Maybe I really don't. Pe- I don't think Peter's admits that. I think he's just a big hot pothead. But you think Peter's autistic? No, I don't. I'm saying like he's probably uses the internet more than I've ever met. Right. And he just smokes a lot of weed. I don't see him as autistic. I I also smoke a lot of weed. So I well, go. I'm extremely OCD, so I feel like that has something to do with it. 
I feel like I'm on the internet a lot because I'm very like obsessive. Obsessive. I'm like, uh, which is, um, I, I don't I don't know how to explain, but you, you know what I'm saying. Like it, like uh, g- going deeper into this thing and like uh, amassing friends and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it becomes like, uh, yeah, like this. I I don't know. I just get like stuck in it. I, I'm not complaining. I, we made a new friend tonight. I love the internet. Instagram is fire. We were friends before this. We, we, we were, were friends, friends before. before. That's the, like, uh, it's a weird <laughs> thing. It's like hard to, con- do you consider someone a friend before you've met in person? I, I think so. Like I'm so internet like. I don't really think about it too hard. I think so. Yeah. I, w- I, w- I wouldn't have with you until I would like, I feel like I need to put in physical reality work to like m- m- confirm the bond. Or else I, I think it is I, more disposable. I think I thought that pre-Ion, but there's definitely people from Ion who have never met in person who I consider friends I think because of like up. this. Like I know it's pretty weird. They probably like don't even know who you are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, do you think that the brand helps with the the bond? That the fact that they're buying into like this brand of um, that you guys are putting together. Yeah, I like people who. Like, I have another Instagram account, and if, like, someone connects with me on there who I don't know in real life, and we actually start talking, I mu- feel much closer to them than I do on Ion. Like, on Ion, I'm, like, this person is engaging with, like, a very weird side of me <laughs> that is, like, completely not who That's I am. That's what but I'm saying. I, I don't know. I think it is weirdly who we are. That's the thing. I think, no, I just think we've been self-radicalized. Yeah, like, we've, ra- exactly. we've been radicalized to believe that, though, because... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, fuck. I don't think so. I think um, I do. I do. I need an agent, though. Do you guys have agents? <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. yes, yeah. And, yes, and no. Yeah, yes, film no. agents or hot no? We, we, there's hot an ion agent. <laughs> there's an ion agent. There is an ion agent. That's so fucking funny. Um, Who fucked up our Drake deal? Yeah, true. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, Eugene was gonna promote. You, nah, Drake Eugene fucked Drake up. produced Spree. Spree. Really. And Drake's and they, people wanted to hire us for social media, and then our agent oh fucked my it up. Fucking God. <laughs> well, because he was trying to get us more money, and then they were just like, "Actually, fuck you." And we oh. were like, "Fair enough." But Eugene <laughs> wasn't even about Eugene was not about what we made anyway, and he was like, "There's yeah." There's to no be way. fair, so, what we sent in was horrible. I thought it was funny. Was it like fuck. a social media campaign that you guys pitched? Yeah, yeah, and they and they e- did it. Eugene's good enough at it. Yeah, Eugene actually did. Eugene, he, he, Eugene did a way better job. Ours was more. Big shout to Eugene and Honor because Honor, oh, yeah, Honor, did, Honor it, yeah. did it. Ours was more advanced, but theirs made more sense. It was more accessible. It. Like, I want to hear the advanced version. I'm interested. It was just uh, Our, yeah. Ours was. I mean, to be extreme. fair, we we really held true to Eugene's pitch to us. We did. We did a great job. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> we just missed out on the, on the cake. It was our agent's fault and Eugene's fault and Drake's fault and Honor's fault. Yep. I heard that Drake makes you sign a contract to eat his ass. <laughs> from a friend in Miami she said that she said that she was out in the club got approached by a, a bodyguard with a contract and was like sign this if you want to talk to Drake that's tight and then Drake was like I need you to eat my ass <laughs> you signed the contract right good <laughs> that's, that's probably a good end of the episode yeah <laughs> um, for some reason this reminded me there was no contract involved but it's making me think of uh when uh, what th- this was actually a good a good end to the episode. When um, uh, it makes me think of of celebrities' weird sexual proclivities that they yeah. do in hotels when they're uh, not at home. Um, this is Michelle, man. I have a friend. No, I have a friend who this is this is a very fringe 
person, but it's a really cool person to have a weird sex story about. Uh, I have a friend who was peed on uh, in a hotel room bed by IDM producer Venetian Snares. Big he goes, a, goes around meeting people and peeing on them. But apparently a really nice guy. I, I have some R. Kelly stories, but we'll save that for the next pod. Yeah. <laughs> I love R. Kelly stories. Oh, yeah. R. Kelly stories? Yeah. Actually, I have one, too. Really? Yeah, but it's not that juicy. There's actually nothing juicy Is it the shit it. about like the, the him having the club in the back of his house? Yeah, I told you that. Story. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Fuck you, man. 